0: Welcome to the Dr. Mudgill Podcast. This is episode 88. We are at the uh, very end of July here. Um, we are in the midst of a heat wave here in New York. It's been very hot. But like I said, I'm never going to complain about the heat because as these bones get older, I just hate those cold months in the winter. So i um, really enjoying uh, the heat, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, and uh, this, is, uh, this podcast is going to be another... Uh, commentary on our broken healthcare system. Um, As you know, I'm no fan of health insurance companies. I think they're actually evil, evil, horrible, vile institutions that are leeches on our healthcare system. They basically profit off the backs of patients and their providers. And I recently read an article, which was in the New York Times, which I want to share a little bit with you, but just kind of discuss really what it's all about, um, which really got the docs, blood boiling. Um, so, uh, insurance companies are not your friend. That's the title of this podcast because, in fact, insurance companies are your enemy if you're a patient or you're a doctor. But here goes. Uh, so, this article came out like came out like I think on the 19th of July. It was in the New York Times. The title of the article is "Insurers Deny Medical Care for the Poor at High Rates." Report says investigators found that major companies overseeing Medicaid's patient health care frequently rejected doctors' requests for approval of treatments and procedures. I'm just going to share like a little bit about a little bit of this article with you, and then I'm going to tell you what I think about it. Um, so here goes. Private health insurance companies paid by Medicaid denied millions of requests for care for low-income Americans with little oversight from federal and state authorities, according to a new report by U.S investigators published Wednesday. Medicaid, the federal state health insurance program for the poor, that covers nearly 87 million people, contracts with companies to reimburse hospitals and doctors for treatment and to manage an individual's medical care. About three quarters of people enrolled in Medicaid receive health services through private companies, which are typically paid a fixed amount per patient rather than for each procedure or visit. The report by the Inspector General's Office of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services details how often private insurance plans refuse to approve treatment and how states handled the denials. Doctors and hospitals have increasingly complained that what they consider to be endless paperwork and unjustified refusals of care by the insurers when they fail to authorize costly procedures or medicines. The companies that require prior authorization for certain types of medical services say these tools are aimed at curbing unnecessary or unproven treatments But doctors claim it often interferes with making sure patients receive the services they need. The investigators also raised concerns about the payment structure that provides lump sums per patient. They worried it would encourage some insurers to maximize their profits by denying medical care and access to services for the poor. No shit. The for-profit insurance companies, including Aetna, Elevance Health, Molina Healthcare, and United Healthcare, operated some Medicaid plans that denied medical care under request for prior authorization of services by rates that were greater than 25% in 2019, the report found. About 2.7 million people were enrolled in these plans at that time. Another 8.4 were enrolled in plans with above average denial rates from 15 to 25%. Molina, based in Long Beach, California, operated seven plans with denial rates greater than 25%, according to the report. Its Illinois plan denied 41% of requests. And and then the article kind of just goes on and on. Um, So as I've said before, health insurance companies, the only thing they care about, literally, the only thing they care about is maximizing their profit and increasing the price of their shares. Um, The CEOs of these companies, I had a post about this, you know, a couple of months ago, make an exorbitant amount of money. I'm talking about like tens of millions of dollars. I think the, the guy who runs United, I forget the exact figure, but it was like something crazy, like 18 or 20 million bucks or whatever it was. The way that they make these tremendous profits are, you know, we all put our money into the pot. We pay our premiums. I pay my premium. You pay your premium. Money goes into the pot. The goal of United Healthcare is to keep that money in the pot for as long as possible, right? Because they're investing in things that are generating revenue, you know, whatever they invest in, you know, I, who the hell knows what they invest in, but their goal is to have that money sitting there so that they could reap the benefits of their investments. And then the way that they do that is by denying patients care. So your doctor will say you need a CT scan or an MRI, or you need this medication, and the insurance company will deny it. They'll deny you the care that your doctor thinks you need, so they keep the money in the pot. Or a doctor will take care of you, and then United Healthcare will request the notes to review the case. They'll lose the notes. They'll request the notes again. You know, just it's a whole charade that they pull. And ultimately, you know, after the patient has been treated and been cured, they'll deny patient, the doctor's payment for the services they already rendered. You know, it's not like when you go to a restaurant and you pay for your food and then you eat it. Doctors get paid months after they see a patient. They have to submit the claim to the insurance company and, you know, keep their fingers crossed that the insurance company will, in fact, pay them because sometimes they'll say, ah, you know what, we're not going to pay you for the service. Um, what people often forget is that doctors and patients, we're on the same side of the fence. You know, doctors are in this to take care of patients. That's why we signed up for this job. That's why we, that's why we love our jobs. Insurance companies are... What's between us, they're basically trying to make money off of your back as the patient and make money off of my back as the doctor. Now, this article, what this article highlights is so egregious because let me explain to you what happens. And these numbers are just like arbitrary. I'm just like throwing these numbers out there. I'm just making them up. But this is probably, it's probably you know, it's obviously much more significant than what I'm going to be describing to you. But say, for instance, you know, we pay $100 million in taxes collectively, right? Our government will say, "Okay, you know, we're going to use, we're going to provide patients Medicaid through United Healthcare Aetna, you know, all the plans have some kind of Medicaid plan. So we're going to pay them forty million dollars, so forty percent of our taxpayer dollars. Again, the numbers are arbitrary. I'm just making these up, but it's some exorbitant amount of money that they pay. So you know, say United Healthcare gets like forty million bucks uh, of our taxpayer dollars, of money that we pay in taxes." The government gives it to these health insurance companies, and they tell the health insurance companies, "Hey, you guys are in charge of administering Medicaid for indigent folks. You know, folks that can't really, that can't afford good coverage, right?" So, United Healthcare now has like forty million bucks, and you know what they're thinking? They're not thinking, "Hey, we're going to spend this forty million bucks to take care of patients." They're thinking, "Wow, how much of this forty million dollars can I keep in my pot?" so that I can get richer, so that I could pay my CEO more money, so that our share prices will go up and our investors will be happy. So of that 40 million bucks, United may pay 20 million bucks out in healthcare, so they're making $20 million of additional income based on our taxpayer dollars. We're paying them. We're paying United Healthcare this money, and they're keeping it. They're not doing what they're supposed to do with it. Moreover, the way they're paid, so you know, they were saying that's sort of this capitation system. So United Healthcare will say get paid like a hundred bucks. So, again, these numbers are arbitrary for each patient that they enroll. So the government, they enroll a patient in their Medicaid plan, the government will pay them a hundred bucks. Well, guess what? They're gonna try to enroll as many people as possible so they can get as much money from the government as possible. And it's not money from the government, this is my money, this is your money. This is money that we're paying in taxes that goes to United Healthcare. Which United Healthcare will then use keep by denying coverage for procedures, for medications, for patients. That's how they keep more of this pot of money. It is absolutely criminal and infuriating. And I can't believe they're not protest about this stuff because it's just so egregious what these health insurance companies do. The other thing is they'll say, you know, to the patient. So say, you know, your doctor writes you such and such medication. You know, you need this medication. United Healthcare will say, no, no, we're not going to cover that medication. Your doctor prescribed you a medication that's, you know, too expensive, you know, placing the blame back on the doctor. You know, when I'm seeing a patient, I'm prescribing them what I think is going to help them the most. I don't get any money from anybody for prescribing a certain medication. My patient's best interest is what matters to me, and that's all of us doctors. United Healthcare will say, "Oh, you know, it's your doctor's fault. He prescribed this medication, but there's no alternative that they provide." And the alternatives that are frequently provided are like these generic medicate these you know, over-the-counter generic medications which you can just get from the pharmacy. So, for instance, there's a company here in New York called Fidelis. And you know, I'll prescribe a generic prescription topical cortisone. So, say it's a medication called clobetasol, right? they will frequently deny that. This is a generic prescription medication, but they will deny that and offer the patient like 2.5% hydrocortisone cream, which you can get over the counter, which is not gonna do anything. And again, they'll place the blame on the doctor or the pharmacist will say, oh, you know, your doctor prescribed a medication that was too expensive. This is not an expensive medication. This is not a medication that's too expensive. This insurance company just doesn't want to pay for it because it makes them poorer. It affects their profit margin in a negative way. That's how this all works. When your doctor says you need a CT scan or an MRI, the insurance company's instinct will always be initially to deny it, right? Because first of all, like only a small percentage of people will, will appeal the denial. I mean, I, I referenced the actual number in a previous podcast. I can't remember what it was, but it's some egregiously low number, Right. And if that appeal gets denied, then it's even a lower number. I'm talking about like less than 5% will appeal it again. So that initial denial of a procedure or a medication is basically like 90% of the time locking in more money for the insurance company. Your doctors, they don't make any money off of ordering you a CT scan or an MRI or a particular medication. You know, I certainly don't make any money off of it. I'm trying to do the best thing for my patient. This is what's going to help my patient the most. This medication, I think, is going to cure my patient. It has a Best chance of curing my patient as fast as possible. Or I need this diagnostic study so I could better evaluate what's going on with my patient and figure out what the disease process is and how best to treat them. That's what doctors care about. Patients care about getting better. We're aligned. Doctors and patients, we're all on the same side of the fence. The insurance companies are the enemy, and it's crazy that our taxpayer dollars, The money that we work our asses for and pay half of it to the government is being used to enrich these evil, vile, disgusting insurance companies. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's up to patients and up to doctors to be vocal about this. We must all speak up because, you know. Our our legislators, they're in bed with these insurance companies. The insurance companies with their PACs and, you know, lobbying and all that shit that they do, they're enriching our politicians. And our politicians have no incentive to advocate for us, you know, people that are also paying their salaries. So the more vocal we are about it, the more we expose all of these nefarious practices that insurance companies employ to enrich themselves, at the expense of patients and doctors, the more likely it is that there'll be a resolution to this. Now, wouldn't it make a lot more sense for our taxpayer dollars instead of like whatever millions of dollars go to the insurance companies to advocate or to administer health care for folks that are on Medicaid? Wouldn't it make sense for the government just to do that? I mean, it'd be a lot more efficient. It would be a lot cheaper. It'd be a lot fairer for patients. It'd be much more like Medicaid. You know, Medicaid has you know our taxpayer dollars go towards paying for medicaid which medicaid which takes care of our elderly and there's a small administrative fee that the government takes to you know handle the processing of claims etc it's a fair system you know medicaid should be operated in very much the same way private health insurance insurers should be taken out of the equation because all they care about is enriching their bank accounts so like i said insurance companies are not our friend Patients and doctors are on one side of the fence and the insurance companies are on the other. Patients and doctors have the same goals. Doctors want their patients to get better and will do what's needed to get their patients better. Insurance companies are the fence in the middle that basically denies access to care and denies remuneration to physicians after care has been provided. We all must be vocal. So with that, hope you all have a wonderful restful weekend and are just ready to crush the week ahead. Let's get it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The full video for this podcast can be found on either YouTube or Facebook. Let's get it.